Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Tevin Pittman, and Andy Brandt-Bernard. And Alex will be here some hour. We know that. Yes, we do. I think we should tell Alex that the show starts now at 9.45. Well, her problem is she's got to get the kids to school. Mm -hmm. She's got to work out. She has to eat breakfast in the car. Then she has to eat lunch in the car because then she has her second job. And then... When she's done with her job, she's got the two kids to run to soccer, dance, whatever, feed them, right all there. that stuff. She's busy. She do what Toots did with me when I was a kid, just ignore me for the first 18 years. Sage would probably burn the house down in four minutes if he was ever <laughs> left alone for two seconds. He probably Fawn would, would right. be fine. She would probably have the you know meal planning done, but Sage, no. He is not to be relied upon. Sagey. No. They'll be on the pro golf tour soon enough anyway. So yeah, he's going to buy me my plane. Going to buy you an air. Yeah, she, and she asked Sage when he goes, because Sage is a really good golfer at five years old. Yeah. And he says, I really, really, really want to be a professional golfer. I mean, he's got life figured out. If there's a sport that at a young age you want to get into, I think it's golf. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And of course, what did Nana say? I want a plane. Can you buy me a jet? And a gas card. Seems reasonable uh, to me. A jet He's and a gas card. He's going to millions of dollars. He yeah. can at least give me a jet. Huh? Exactly. We have our guest on the phone. We're talking about Sagey. What? What time does this show start? 10.30. It's 10.29. 10.29. Look at you. You're oh, all put together today. So one minute. <laughs> Yesterday you started early, too. I've been getting here at 10.30. Mm-hmm. And you're all right. Well, can you get here at uh, 10 o'clock? That's going to be a really interesting time, but... There you go. Time to be alive. <clears throat> well, you can get here as soon as you can. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Lydia McLaughlin, our special guest. Lydia is the author of Joyful and Beyond, Orange County, A Housewife's Guide to Faith and Happiness, co-founder and editor of luxury men's magazine, Nobleman. You've been very busy, Lydia. Hi. I like to stay busy. That's how I roll. <laughs> That's how you roll. I always love it when I do yeah. interviews, because I don't think we've ever spoken before, Lydia, but I love doing interviews for one very specific reason. When the person comes on, woman or man, like, Lydia, you sound like you're about 14 years old. Oh, I, I kind of look like that, too. My oldest son is in <laughs> high school, and I swear, like, I think that I belong there. <laughs> so you should be in class with him. Like, I I've, I've gone to all the meetings, and I, I think that I, I feel like everyone's looking at me funny. Ah, it's just fine. Lydia McLaughlin, ladies and gentlemen, starred for several seasons on The Real Housewives of Orange County. Lydia McLaughlin has been a Christian for over 25 years, <laughs> used the platform God has given her to inspire women to make their faith a reality. She speaks at women's conferences and leads Instagram live Bible studies. You're a busy person, Lydia. It also does not sound very Hollywood. No, it doesn't sound very Hollywood. I know. To be frank. <laughs> I know. That's why God's using me, I think. Um, yeah, it's been really cool. I, um, I've i been a Christian since high school. I've, like, led um, Bible study since I was even in high school. I wasn't raised, like, with in a kind of typical Christian household, I guess. My parents, you know, talked about reincarnation, and my dad had been to India, and they were hippies, and my mom was Catholic, so I was kind of like, everything is great, and you should talk about religion and accept all religions. That was kind of the way I was raised. Um, but I found, like, I was still really confused, and I wanted something very solid. 
And so I, I kind of turned to the Bible instead of being scared of it. I was like, God, I'm going to challenge if this is your word. Like, I'm confused. What do we think about this? And what do we think about this? And I felt like he really answered the more I like would seek him through the Bible. And so um, I just really had a love for the Word of God, and I minored in theology in college. And um, I got to be on The Real Housewife of Orange County. It was so random. But my husband and I had a magazine, and our magazine was doing a photo shoot for Gigi Hadid, who now is like a big, famous supermodel. Mm -hmm. But at the time, um, the shoot was her first photo shoot, and her mom was on the Beverly Hills Housewives. And so it was the same production company, and they were like, you live in Orange County, you should be on the Housewives. And I laughed and was like, oh, I'm a Christian, I love people to get along, like, I'm super mellow, I don't think I would fit in. And they were just like, that's what we're looking for this season, we really, the cast is not getting along, we need someone that naturally likes it to be peaceful. And so that was kind of like the pursuit of me being on Housewives, and God kind of used that um, that platform now for me to get to write books and Bible studies and devotionals, whereas I would never, I don't think, have had the platform and, the, you know, even the opportunity to be on your show. So it's been kind of an in for me, which has really been cool to see. Oh, that is interesting because, I mean, I, I'm not... I, not really all that familiar. I mean, I know all about the housewives of whatever. Um, I mean, they're all over the place, right? Clearly, the you're States, very familiar. New York, very familiar. Orange County, I think I they've got, know. I don't know. Anyway, but I mean, I thought it was all about, you know, women getting glammed up and then being mean to each other. <laughs> Isn't that the yeah, premise I mean, of the show? Yeah, I mean, it is. Like, essentially, that's a fair statement. Yeah. Um, it is, that's you know, that's it's a reality show, and it is it's kind of was like one of the first of that. There's been a lot of different ones like that now. Yeah. So I mean, that was that was very much me too. It was like, oh, I don't think I would fit in. I don't know what I would do there. Um, but there are, which is why also I didn't make a career out of it. Like a lot of the women are on Housewives. You know, there's a couple girls that are from Orange County that have been on it for over a decade. So I, I knew I was never going to make a career out of it, okay. but uh, I knew I was going to use it to launch my career, I guess you could say. So I think that it's given me a place. It's been interesting, though, because um, a lot of, like, Christians are very, oh, I, I've never watched Housewives. I don't know Housewives. So maybe churches or places aren't necessarily wanting to have a guest speaker that's from the Housewives. But then also... Um, you know, mainstream America, I guess, is like, you're a Christian, wait, you know, and trying to get you, like, get you to mess up or uh, find some sort of a contradiction for being on Housewives. So you kind of, in a way, you get in in both worlds, but then you also aren't ever fully in in either world, which is fine. Lydia, do you think it's, uh, we'll ever get back to a situation, whether it's God or a higher power or just an admission there's there are a lot of things that are a lot bigger than one individual we've kind of lost that and i think it's really hurt the way people behave because they have in their even in their own heart and their own mind they have no one to answer to and i think that's a problem i really do oh i mean so i'm from a small town in canada called newfoundland and mm -hmm. you just behaved, even the way that you drove, um, because <laughs> yes. you, you, like the person next to you probably knows your mom or knows <laughs> you. So it was like, I can't cut you off because my mom will find out about it. 
But, I mean, in L.A. and Orange County, like, there's no – I remember turning 16 and just being like, there's no accountability. Like, nobody every, – everyone's a stranger, so nobody, like, is on their best behavior, kind of. Um, so I saw that even at a small age, coming from a small town to a big town. But, um, like I mentioned at the beginning, I have a high schooler, and just the way that, you know, the things that – he hears or are being taught to him is so different than, than what I was taught and what I know to be truth. And so I think it's really important. We're at like a cool point in history. You know, some people get anxious about it or nervous or fearful, but I just believe we were chosen in this point of time to be here, to raise kids here, um, to be like, you know, sound mind and powerful spirit and not to be nervous. But also, like, we have to speak the truth. And I think a lot of people are scared that they're going to get canceled or they're going to offend somebody. And so they don't want to say the truth. And I think that that's really what's hurting everyone. Yeah, I just... I, I would have like to believe there is something a lot bigger than me on Earth. Because if I'm in charge, you guys got a huge problem. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I I grew up in a Catholic family. My mother was uh, a Catholic, and I liked uh, going to Catholic school, all the rest of it. I grew up in a Jewish, black, and Catholic neighborhood, and we couldn't have been happier because we all had our own beliefs and our own system. Uh, whether You know, the Catholics and the Jews didn't argue over whose God was better. You know, you know what I mean? It wasn't like that at yeah. all. It went very. Don't don't you think it's important for people, whether they they want to believe in a greater good or God or whatever? It's really healthy mentally to believe there is something a lot bigger than you. It takes a lot of pressure off you as well, doesn't it? Well, I mean, my pastor actually just said this week, like, if I'm wrong, then I like I've led a good life. I've been married to one man and been faithful. Yep. I've like you know. Like I've, I've, I'm good. Like I've, and whereas if you're wrong, like you've, the odds are a lot worse for you. So, um, I guess in that regard, but I believe in God, not just because it's safer, but because he's true. Like he's transformed my life. Mm -hmm. He's like, as a life that I live, I shouldn't be living, but God has like, by the grace of God, has made, like, gotten rid of dysfunction in my life, like, has set me free on so many of the things that I think people of this world struggle with, and um, that's, like, all because of my relationship with God. So that's really, like, my passion and why I've written books and things is I think women in particular I have a heart for are nervous to, like, read the Bible or think it doesn't apply to their life or they just don't understand faith. And um, I want to change that in their life. I just think that my faith has, like, transformed everything about me, the way that I parent and and my friendships and my view of myself, my identity. Like, all of those things are really rooted in God's truth. And I think if we look around at this world, like, what the world is feeding us is so opposite of what kind of God has for us. But but we we see just the repercussions of that because of, like, all the anxiety and depression and and people on drugs and, you know, trying to, like, get through the day. And it's like our days are blessed. Like, I'm so stoked to be alive, and there's so much beauty all around us. But we can lose sight of that, I think, if we're focused on the wrong thing. Do some people get angry with you because you have such a belief in God? Because they, uh, some people just don't want to hear about it at all, which I, 
I don't really understand if, if what you believe in makes you happier and makes you treat other people well. How is that a bad thing? I don't get it. Yeah, well, when I was on The Real Housewives, at the end of the season, they do a reunion, which is where all the girls get together. It's like the highest-ranked episodes of the whole season because then it's the most drama, and they all just talk to each other basically about the season and how they think that each other have messed up and what they've done wrong. And, like, the biggest attack on me was that I basically that I was a Christian like that one of the girls had a psychic and I made the psychic feel uncomfortable because I didn't believe in what you know I didn't want to have my fortune told or whatever and so I mean that was on like a very public scale Uh, I think sometimes when you um, are living in darkness and you speak truth like it it offends people it makes them uncomfortable and like people rather be kind of like naughty, you know, and not and not have that be exposed. But just like the presence of you sometimes can, if you have light inside of you, that can make people uncomfortable, of course. Yeah. But I really don't understand. You believe in psychics and I believe in God and you're right and I'm wrong. That makes no sense to me. No, exactly. I mean, yeah, I think I'm on the right side of history there. But, I mean, that was on national television. So, But a lot of people had a lot of opinions <laughs> about right. it. No, I just... So, I mean, and it's fascinating because that was actually very interesting being on a reality show because you can see things and feel something so one way. But, but the show, like, it shows all different kind of points and views and all stories. And that's the truth, right? Like, I'm going to have a perspective from this conversation, and so are you, and then so is the viewer. Everyone's will be different. And that was really interesting to be on a TV show where they would show kind of, like, they they were telling a story that you got to kind of see other people's point of views, and then you got to hear about it a lot on social media. And some people just have such a different view than you. <laughs> yeah. And they, you know, and you, that was fascinating to me. Like my whole life, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know, thought that everyone was not like me, but was rooting for someone and was really nice and positive. And I think I realized like, wow, there are a lot of people out there that just are negative or offended easily, or I don't know. It was very interesting to to experience. Um, it was like a crash course in humanity, I think. It's good for human beings to, to believe there's something much more important than they are. Because I think one of the problems we're having right now in the world, not just America, is everybody thinks they're the only thing that matters, and that's getting really old. Yeah, I mean, I just, it was actually interesting. I listened to this, um, I guess, he's a doctor, and psychiatrist the last 20 years, but he was talking about American culture, so he's focusing on American culture. But if you take the lyrics from the 60s, of the most popular song of the year, and then the 80s, and then 2000, and then now, just they've progressively gotten, you know, it used to be like, oh, can I hold your hand? Like, oh, if I get an A, she'll like me. These are the lyrics, like pop culture right, songs. Right. And then now, like, you know, if you read, he couldn't even read the most popular artist as Drake. And he couldn't <laughs> even read the lyrics of his song. It was so offensive. Yeah, it sounded so silly for him to say it. And the same thing is true for what our kids are watching. Like, it used to be, you know, all these great shows when, when like, Leave It to Beaver and stuff like that. And then it became, like, The Simpsons. 
And now, like, the the family, a family unit is never present. Like, usually the husband, the man is never even there. Yeah. Or he's very, very, like, you know, dumb. Like, any show that your kids watch, like, ask them about the family unit of it and what the how the parents are even portrayed. So I think it's hard because our kids are just, they're raised in a different type of world than we are and the values that are being instilled. Like it used to be no matter what, you don't lie. Like even if you aren't going to win or get it, like you want to tell the truth. That was always the, the best thing you could do. That was what we were taught. And now that is not what they're taught at all. Like if you look at anything on YouTube or any, it's like win, win, like no matter what, steal, kill, lie, like, you just need to win. Yep. So that right there is a very fundamental difference. So, anyways. Well, it's all about money now. <laughs> That's but, why we need yeah. to, not to be a total downer, but it's just like, I think a lot of us, you know, you're, you are, you're influenced by our, your culture, and our culture is, I believe, toxic, and so we have to go against that and teach our kids truth, but we need to know that for ourselves. What is that? What is that truth that I want to tell them? I like it. And where can people find your book? And um, anywhere books are sold. So you can go on Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, even my website. On social media and everything, I'm O.C. Lydia, because I was on the O.C. Housewives. So it's O.C. Lydia. And my book, um, Freedom Through Faith and Joyful. There's two different um, books, and mm-hmm. I would love people to read them. Lydia, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, see, I could say God bless oh. you, but you already know that. <laughs> oh, thank you. God bless you. All right. Thanks a lot, Lydia. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets... 
at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. She's a very sweet person, didn't you think? Yeah. Yes, did you ever watch that show, Alex, when she was on it? No. Oh, I thought you did. Real Housewives. I had some roommates that watched The Real Housewives, but I never got, like, invested. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> I th- it's just not my thing. It's just not, uh, not my thing. I'm not, I don't love, like, wild drama, like, right. as a teenager. I guess I never I feel- watched it, so I can't really. It's drama just for the sake of being dramatic. Yes. Okay. See, I sort of, I don't know mm-hmm. why, but I sort of have always lumped that show in with the Kardashians for some reason like it was going to be like that it's like kind it's, it's kind like, of like we're going to yeah. be dumb Similar. and we're going to be gross and we're going to be right. you know getting yeah. it's like butt the Car- implants on the camera you know it's like it's if like the Kardashians whatever. if the Kardashians got into like heated fights every episode about yeah. Yeah. the dumbest thing yeah it's oh. like super plastic surgeon tan situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Caddy, fake people behaving fakely, like yeah. caddy yeah, lady drama. Like this right. this yeah. does not sound it's, like her. At no, all. Yeah. they all go to they all go to dinner and then just scream at each other and then they do the same thing. Oh, so the just next like night. just yes. like having dinner at our house. I know. I'm okay. like I'm like oh. why don't you just not go to dinner? Right. Like why why can't yeah, why you just you get, why are you friends? Yeah, <laughs> I know that's the thing. And it's like it's. <laughs> I mean, when yeah. I was a teenager, I watched like Laguna Beach and the Hills and stuff like yeah, that, which was like I remember telling you. I remember. Yeah, you're like, like you were young. Scripted. You were young. Yeah, it was like when the first 14, one came on. 13. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, you know, this is scripted. It's like, no, it's reality. No, it's reality. No. It's TV. like uh, the word reality is a lie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they had to put a casting call out for they, this. They can this maybe say some together. stuff off script, but they are given a, this is what we're doing today. Absolutely. We're going to argue about whether, you know, soft butter or frozen butter is mm, better, you know, right. whatever, you know, something stupid. Yeah, but that this is like three levels up from that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have Brittany's <laughs> really Brittany's really into the housewives. Oh, oh is she? Brittany loves the housewives. Oh, there you I just go. text messaged her that we had a religious housewife of OC on, and she went Alexis. And I'm like, no. Right. Well, so there must have been another right. one. In which, like. For people that think it's real, like the fact that they had to call her and convince her, like, "Hey, you should come be on the show." Yeah, like, we yeah. need somebody. Shows you that it's not a reality. Yeah, like, not it's not a reality. reality. It's not. But I don't know. People seem to like. Uh, I think sometimes when people want to watch a show like that, it's because it's everyone's acting so dysfunctionally. They think, "Oh, maybe I'm not so screwed up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe my be. family isn't as dysfunctional as I thought. We could be worse. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that's good you know as watching something every week and thinking oh well we, no we i think it could it's, be worse i think it's more people just love watching drama, drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and like oh it's exciting and you know because so many no people for that so many people just <laughs> go to have... jobs that they don't really like come mm-hmm. home yeah. eat their dinner watch their tv and that's like their excitement well, that's why so many video. people yeah. rage scroll Yes. Or yeah. rage watch or hate watch. They just yes. want to feel something. Yes. Right. Like, or like yes. if I'm driving downtown and there's some people who like arguing and fighting, I'll slow down. Yeah, like, you're like, okay, what we about is... to we about to do something here. Oh my gosh. Every time we are out to dinner and there's well, a don't couple get out of the car. Oh, no, yeah. Every time we're out somewhere and Speed there's up. people arguing, Dan's like, have you heard what's going on with these people? 
I'm like, no, I'm talking to you. What is <laughs> going? He's like, this them. is. He's like telling me all of everybody's business because he just thinks it's so interesting when people oh, are. See, I've got arguing. the. Uh, I'm having dinner with your father, eating, chatting. All of a sudden, that guy over there, the way he's chewing his food. Oh, I'm like, how do you notice this? I know. I'm like, I don't have. About? I don't have the attention span for all of that. I, I can barely focus on the person in front I know. of me. I, Much I, less. I don't. I don't have any idea things. who's in the restaurant. No. Well, let me ask no you guys idea. a question because I was. I grew up going to Catholic school. Grew up a Catholic, baptized Catholic, all the whole deal. But I'm not a very religious person. I don't really have a strong belief or disbelief in God. I know there are things, a, lot, a lot of things that are bigger than me in the universe, obviously. But here's what I understand: we get the the non-believers that get pissed off at the believers and the I believers know. get pissed off at the non-believers. Can't we just all kind of meet in the middle on this whole deal? I've been mm-hmm. Switzerland my whole life. I've got one super <laughs> yeah. religious brother and one I hate God and everything he stands for brother. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's just let him be happy with this and you be happy with that That's and exactly stop it. picking at each other. Okay. I do think it's better for people to think there's something bigger than them. I think it's very, very healthy because you are not the most damn important thing on I earth. I think that's true because I think that my brother, who is anti-God, would be a much happier person if I do he too. wasn't anti-God. I agree. I really yeah. do. Like when we... It does seem like a lot of strong atheists are not happy people. Yes. But there, it could be cause and effect reversed maybe they hate god because they were already unhappy people and that's just a symptom of their unhappiness that could be too who knows i don't know yeah as i said yesterday our kids go to a religious school mm-hmm. and before we decided to send them to religious school because dan and i aren't very religious and i talked to one of my friends who went to a catholic school growing up but her family's not religious at all and she's not religious and i was like how like going to an elementary school that was catholic and they had to go to church like mass twice oh, a week to, yeah. and we went to Catholic like, school. Yeah, but like you're kind of religious. Not really. Less and less <laughs> as no. you age. No. You used to try to be no. like, oh, we're gonna go to church and no, we're gonna try I, I, to no. I, I, I really am not yeah. a church goer. No. Yeah. I will admit to that. Yeah. But I believe that I am I have faith based stuff. Yes. Whereas her family, I don't know. I don't know about her parents, but her, she's like not religious in any way. But she was like, for me, it was really nice because I was trying to decide, is this going to make my kids super religious or like what's the effect of not really having religion at home and then having a bunch of religion at school? And she was like, it was just nice to hear that there's something out there that might be looking after you. Yeah. And something bigger Mm -hmm. than like just us. She's like, I really like that. And that's like the one thing that I carried with me afterwards. Right. At some point, your child loses their first God, which is you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to replace it with something. Not on my watch. And (laughs) oftentimes, they replace it with something not good. I don't think Sage is ever going to give you up. No, it happens. Usually it happens roughly around puberty age. Oh, yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. Buckle I'm, up, sister. I'm really, I'm truly, truly hoping. <laughs> I feel like every school had that one boy that was just, like, super chill and, like, nice to everybody. Yeah, it's not 100% of people. And no, got along. Everybody, like, just thought he was so nice and fun and he did all the sports and whatever. And I'm like, can Sage be that kid? 
I f- he has the potential. I he really does because he's very sweet and thoughtful. And Sam, I had three older brothers, and when they, oh, of course, I don't remember the first two going through puberty. But when my brother Terry went through puberty, I remember him just becoming very sullen. Yeah, yep. Andy, you That's were pretty sullen. much how I was. And yeah. you didn't very say like a full quiet. word for yeah. like three years. Yeah, I don't think uh. you spoke to me for yeah. a year and a half. Uh. I don't know. He Man. grunted at me. I had to say, Tom, will you tell Andy that it's dinner time? He would not talk to me or communicate Jeez. with me. He just like became a mom hater. Unless you were downstairs screaming extremely foul words at your video games. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's when you talked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Puberty's fun. Puberty's <laughs> fun. Yeah. I can't wait. Do you think it's possible for people to have uh, a deep faith and not push it down everyone else's throat? Well, yes. I think yes, absolutely. I think so. I think it is too. I mean, most it seems like most Christian-based religions are about spreading the word. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can also <clears throat> use that as doing good works for other people. Um, you can go do a mission and not sit there and smash people over the head with the Bible. You can be, I, we're going to help you build wells. And, you right. know, if you care to pray with us over this, and this is why we, th- we want to do this for you, um, you know, you can do it that way. But I don't, yeah. I don't know if you have to do that, but most Christian-based religions are spreading the word. And so whatever think, that means. I think all of them are. Aren't all the religions about <laughs> well, spreading the word? Are, Christianity and Islam certainly are. Yeah. Yeah. Judaism yeah. isn't really. No, Judaism really I isn't. Don't That's true. I think... Uh, I don't think most Lutherans are big on. I was gonna say, as smashing a, people over the head with the Bible. Married Lutheran, like. and now I guess I'm technically potentially Lutheran. I don't hear that like the spreading the word thing. I know there are different Lutheran churches that are very. Oh God, into yes. It. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. There's there about are ten thousand different branches of Lutheranism alone. Yes. Some what? are. Some are. Some are way. I know. Some are like almost. How many branches of Lutheranism? Weirder than than what is the one? Cal- Catholics. Ca- Calvinism? No, you, you mean Calvinism. like Jehovah's Witnesses, where they come to your door type of thing? Yeah. Chaldean Christian. What is that? Chaldean, Chaldean Christian. What is Chaldean Christian? No you could probably never know all the religions. All the religions. <laughs> no. And it's like, There's it's no way. Right? Here's like, some of the denominations of Lutheranism. I'm not going to I, even come I close know, to finishing. I know of all. Missouri Synod. I think that's uh, yeah. really, like, very... No. Missouri Synod's, like, middle. Okay. Mm, yeah. When I was a kid, it wasn't. Well, like, the church that Dan and I got married in is Missouri Synod, and it was, like, the chillest. That's one of the like, three main ones. The, the okay. women can be pastors. Okay. Like, yeah. And then I know of Wells, which is, like, Wisconsin Evangelical. Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran. Lutheran. Yep. And then I... There's one with an I in it, and that's, like, the super liberal one. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a billion of them. There's a bunch of them that are. I can't even very count how many are on this list. I would say at least forty. Yeah, forty types of Lutheran. Just Lutheran. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, Lutheran. just like Lutheran. Really? They should just all just Lutheran. be like Lutheran and leave it at that. Yeah, there you but go. But there's right. only so like what, like Minnesota. There's like pretty much three. Lutherans. Well, that's everywhere. It's almost yeah. all Lutherans mm-hmm. belong to one of those big three. Yeah. But there are many, many other ones out there. I'm trying well, to what happens is somebody's that. unhappy with some doctrine, and so they right. start yes. their own branch. Mm-hmm. And That's what Luther did. Yep. Martin Luther. Yeah, he broke from the Catholic Church. Like the that. king? No. Martin Luther. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Martin Luther, not the nobility. Other yeah. one. Or royalty, I suppose it would be. Yeah. Kings are royalty, not nobility. But, I mean, I like I said, I, if, if, 
you know, I, I recently found out that a friend of mine who was never religious ever, ever, all of a sudden is very Catholic, goes to church three times a week. Hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's very unusual. Yeah, she never went to church, like, ever. Well, After she, she got married, I don't think I she or other um, weddings, she, did, she didn't go to church. And so now she's going three times a week. She's well, very, very religious. And After her brother passed away, uh, she said yeah. she found God. That'll be it. I was going yeah. to say it usually has something to do with mortality. Yeah. You face your own mortality and you become very religious. Or you become bitter and or, yeah, yeah, hate that. God more. Yeah, that's know, true. It seems Something like. Something that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that. I was like, what is this? You're going to church all the time? She's like, yep, I just, that's just me. I don't want it. I don't need anybody to say that I'm right, say that I'm wrong. You don't need to go to church. I just, this is just what I do. This right. makes me happy. Mm-hmm. It well, gives me nice. peace. It makes me Right. Very happy. Well, so here's the thing. how can you say you're wrong and you're a terrible person for doing that? But here's the thing. Even if you go to the exact same church and you read the exact same Bible and you listen to the exact same whatever as somebody, you're not going to believe 100% of the same stuff. No. 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 Nobody follows so it's any like, religion 100%. It's yeah, impossible. No, it's impossible. And to. even if they do, like, you're still not going to agree on right. everything. Well, and... As my born-again Christian sister-in-law would say, the rules that are set forth from a church are way different than the Word of God <clears throat> mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah, totally. Churches a lot of times are trying to do something, and they'll make up a bunch of rules and try to control you. Yeah. Or they're trying to get money so, you know, right. so they can keep on doing their stuff, and yeah. it just turns into a sort of a business. I mean, mm-hmm. I have a... Um, niece whose husband works in a church and he was in one of those mega churches he was the music director that was just showmanship all the time and he, he was like I don't feel like I'm actually giving anything to people as far as what yeah, like, God wants. I went to one yeah. of their services once when he first got that job and like the first song they started singing was a song by The Fray yeah <laughs> the Fray. I was like yep what yeah, we used to, when what? Ethan was really young, we used to listen to, um, <clears throat> what the, Eagle Brook? The, the uh, Christian radio one. station. Oh, KTIS? Yes, KTIS, because it was always, like, very calm and soothing, kept him asleep in the car. Okay. And anytime a song from, like, the mid-2000s by some Christian band came up, Melissa was like, oh, I know this one, because <laughs> that's, it was, like, a thing for a while, it was big-name bands doing Christian music. Yeah. Oh, that's it's right. Weird. It was. The only one I could name was Our God is an Awesome God. <laughs> he came <laughs> yep, from exactly. heaven above with wisdom. She was like, that's a, that's a million love, years our God old. Is an awesome that God. or atonal hymns because I grew up Catholic. Yeah. And eagle's wings. Well, so yep. the, my, raise mm-hmm. my uh, niece ended up moving away and <clears throat> he took a job in a very small church and a big a micro a, church? A salary cut and everything because he wanted to be more about God. And it's like, okay, so he could have everybody thinking that he's real hot shit because he was the music director and everybody thought that he was great and you know, he plays the guitar and it's he plays the piano. Ac- it's actually called the worship pastor. Worship pastor. Mm. Uh, you know, he, he, and was making pretty decent money too, I understand. And now he's like, this just wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. So, it people take things and do with what they're going to do with it. Yep. When we, I don't know, religion's so interesting. It is. So there's a 
I have a very close friend that goes, her kids go to the same school as my kids. And there's this one woman that's just like that mom that's everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. She's just always there. <laughs> Helicopter And like mom? knows everybody and is like hugging everyone. And mm. I'm like, how do you, where are you, do you live here? What is going on? And she talked to my friend and she's not Lutheran. She's Missouri some Senate. type of Christian, just like standard Generic Christian. Generic Christian. Whatever. Assemblies of God. There you uh, go. That's what it is. There you go. And she was talking to my friend, and she was like, well, how are you and Alex so close since their family doesn't go to church? With having such a different worldview, how can you be such good friends? And my friend was like, I don't think we have a different worldview at all. Just because she doesn't go to church and mm-hmm. I do go to church. She's like, she's actually the, um, what happens? Guardian of my children. Like her family is the guardian of my children. Like I would never give my children to anybody at my church, but they're going to take them if we die yep. because we have such similar worldviews and it has nothing to do with church. And it's just interesting, you know, how some people can be like, oh, you don't go to church. So you must. Yeah. Well, oh, the thing about yeah, you must be like sacrificing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like you're just a bad, but just a bad any group. And that's then their pl- group feels that way. Oh, you don't think the way I think? You're a bad person. I mean, but that's here's the thing: just what people do. I think very much the same mm-hmm. way that she thinks. Probably in general mm-hmm. life, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be a good person and do good things. And then there are people that are just like horrible human beings, but they go to church and say they're sorry every Sunday, right. and they're Christians, so they're working on it, and it's like, okay. Well, the right. thing about religion, like, specifically different denominations of the same branch of Christianity, so different leaves on the same branch, is a lot of it has to do with interpretations of very minor things in the Bible Yeah, that need to be interpreted, because everything needs to be interpreted, but they're so minor that the two different branches don't really end up being any different because it's like so a lot of christians believe that the bible is the word of god so anything written in the bible is god's word Mm -hmm. just he like you know ofan yelled at me for that the other day oh yeah she was like god wrote the bible and i was like well it's people that were living through him writing like the stories of this and she was like no but then, okay, so, no. and Melissa and I have actually talked about Sorry. this. No. Melissa and I have actually talked about this many times. How do you know, like, okay, so as Catholics, we have, like, 16 different books of Maccabees, but non-Catholics, I think, have one. So to us, Second Maccabees is the Word of God, but to them it's not. And, yeah. like, how do you determine yeah. whether or not, like, so they believe that, some jerk just wrote Second Maccabees, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Whereas we think it was divinely inspired. It doesn't, and like I don't even know what's in the book, to be honest. I know. Well, and like, but it's it's a big, Maccabee? it's a big. Right. It's like, is this like a the Maccabees were a tribe of Jews? I think. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But it's like it's one of those things where it's like this is what Catholics believe. This is what Lutherans believe. If you get two of them together and say, "Hey, what do you think about Maccabees?" Ninety-nine percent of them are going to be like, "Whatever. I don't really care that much." Yeah. But some percentage of them are going to say, you know, Maccabee says this, and if you don't believe it, you're wrong. Well, and that's, like, my religious, super religious cousin. I mean, she does everything because God directed her that way. Like, everything in her she's life. Special. She's She's, no, every, right. she, everybody. Right. She thinks everybody 
God's hands are guiding everybody, and that is, and you have to find Boy, the Lord's truth. Radio, then. <laughs> you have to find the Lord's some, truth in your day. <laughs> and <clears throat> so I text messaged her a couple months ago, and I was just like, I hope that this isn't offensive, but like, what about dinosaurs? Because they're not in the Bible. Nope. Right. They're not like I'm like. What do really religious people think about dinosaurs? Technically, right. the Bible barely ever talks about am- animals at all. Yeah, Unless, but I don't I'm think like, they bring up but, like house cats or like pet but, dogs at all. Yeah, but I'm like, but they believe that the like Earth and humans were created in a week. Well, it's widely it, understood to be days, metaphorical. Yeah. Yes, but I'm like, but but there are literalists out there who know, believe seven that days, six thousand years ago, God created the Earth in exactly right. seven days. Exactly. Well, well, and so I'm like, him, if you were though. God, you could do it and too. Not, yeah. yeah like, exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, if Bada sure, bing, it's boom. not exactly difficult to assume that some omniscient God could create the universe in a week. You know, yes. why not? But. I don't know. It's one of those things that doesn't really factor into yeah. my understanding of the universe at all. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what about what about them? Well, because technically science says the universe was created in a nanosecond. It just, boom, universe. Yeah. 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 So that's no less difficult to believe, honestly. Well, that's true. Yeah. I know. It's, it's the 6,000 years ago part that's it's a point of contention. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I don't I was like, you know, since there were millions of years between mm-hmm. dinosaurs and people. Like, what, what's the deal there? And she's like, you know what? I don't know. And I haven't thought about it too much. And it doesn't really matter to most people. It's something that I am going to need to Pray eventually. About. Yeah. What and about like Fred Flintstone? He was around with the dinosaurs. And <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. Well, That's it's very apocryphal. I think really the majority is. of people believe that people were alive during 100%. dinosaurs. 100%. I would bet oh, they do. almost all yeah, people do. do. We were at the they science do. museum. It's because of all the movies. It's because of all the movies. And, and like, dinosaurs. like, like <laughs> velocir- <laughs> velociraptors, size of a chicken. What? Yeah, yeah. Jurassic yeah, Park also did too. a lot of harm to the, the size of scientific understanding of they're dinosaurs. They're not these gigantic, uh-uh. horrifying. <laughs> no, for the size of, they were the size of a chicken, and they were covered in what? feathers too. Yeah. They were. What? They were basically little chicken things with claws. But your little eight-year-old isn't going to get scared enough no. at Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah. if, they have, if they have the actual. I would like yeah. to see a scientifically accurate Jurassic Park. Yeah. Some guy's just being chased around by a bunch of chickens. <laughs> Most dinosaurs had feathers on them. Yeah, that's, they evolved into yeah, birds. Well, birds yeah. are. And like, they don't, it, what is it? Well, look Scientists at have, for sure it was a dinosaur. Yes. Scientists <laughs> have no idea how dinosaurs procreated. Well, they Eggs. don't really have any They're idea reptiles, about... But they? they don't know how it happened. They don't know happened. that, for sure. Yeah, that is true. You don't ever, like, there's no, what's the reproductive... No clue. Yeah. ...cycle of a, yeah. Because it's like fish don't really mate... So why do we assume dinosaurs would? Yeah. Fish are c- more closely related to us than dinosaurs, I think, because they're still existing. Whereas yeah. dinosaurs stopped existing millions and millions of years ago. Well, maybe they had some other sort of weird reproductive they might thing, have. and that's we don't what know. happened. Yeah. That's why they... Look at insects. Yeah. Almost all of them have this weird, completely yeah. off-the-wall method of reproduction. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. I had dragonflies mating on my head. No. What? I was wearing a hat. On and, your noggin? and and Fawn was like, You have two dragonflies on your head and they're stuck together. Mm, and I was yeah. like, oh. And Dan was like <laughs> taking a picture. Dan took a picture of it and then showed it to me and like zoomed in super. I was like, ah, stop it. And then one turned like bright red during it. I was like, Oh god. It's like, are they done yet? <laughs> 
you let them finish? <laughs> what? what do you want me to do? No, I don't know. Dragonflies are good. You want more dragonflies. Yes. Right. I love like, them off your hat and they If go it over. was like box elder bugs or something, I would have been like, get out of here. Yeah. But dragonflies, I was like, I guess I'll be part of this. Dragonflies eat mosquitoes <laughs> and regular fries. Flies. Fries. Fries. from McDonald's. They eat gnats and they eat mosquitoes. I support dragonfly procreation. I was walking Jude the other day and there was a thousand of those big dragonflies just yeah isn't it wild the big ones are all dragonflies the small ones are damselflies Damsel oh really? Flies. So yeah, I guess there distress? were damselflies that were probably because yeah, they were they were the damselflies. They were probably they were the, like the size of my less than my pinky. Yeah, that's a damselfly. Because oh, the great big huge Let's ones, man, here. they get honking. Some of them have like six wings. They're and massive. <laughs> yep, damselflies also eat other bugs. Okay, yeah, good. So there you go. Yes. They're the spiders of the sky. Good. Yeah, was anything that'll eat a mosquito is my friend. Yeah, I'm I agree. happy. Why do you think it is that we need? Uh, a belief that my God is better than your God. Why do people team believe sports, that? Team sports, honey. Yeah. So it's Honestly. all team sports. Well, yes. no, look at soccer fans. They'll yeah. murder each other over a soccer game. Oh, I'm yeah. about to do that tonight, a fun soccer the game. least important things on earth, and they will set their town on fire if they lose. It's, well, and especially it's just how people are. Especially with religion, like whether it's Muslim, Christian, like it's all more or less the same, be a good person premise like right. it's just how we right. get there yeah. is different and it's so all the it's, semantics right. is what yeah. causes all well, that's what i'm saying Jew- yeah. Jewish people yeah. and islamic people they split because of some sister they split because yeah, of, of the weird sister one of the son <clears throat> melissa's told me about it a million times yeah, i can never some, remember there's some sort of familial yeah. thing with the a sons sister. of noah abel or whoever the hell yeah. it was yeah. and there are some yeah. differences like <clears throat> oh multiple wives like okay i could see how that's a sticking point with some people yes. or mm-hmm. with a lot of people but yeah for the most part it's like do unto others you would have them do unto you golden rule type right. stuff and i agree we'll well i think pushing. with specifically christians and muslims it's less to do with like i need to be right and more it's like they genuinely believe that if you aren't part of their religion, then mm. you don't get eternal life. Oh, so if God. they convert you, then they're basically granting you immortality, which yes. to them, it's an objective good. So why not try? Right. I stumped someone once when I was like 11. <laughs> stumped the Christian? So I stumped, stumped the Christian. The Christian. Great TV <laughs> show. My favorite game show. I stumped one when I was like 11 because she was talking about how you just have to accept Christ as your savior and mm-hmm. then you get into heaven. And I was like, what about if you've never heard of Christ? And she Ooh, was like, she, hated she was that. like, well, that's yeah. why people go on missions is they go to countries where they don't talk about God and they reveal the truth of the Lord to them. And I'm like, but what if they're like one of those cave people Sentinelese, that just, li- yeah. yeah, I'm like, there are tiny little villages that people don't even know about or where they came from mm-hmm. that are discovered all the time. And I'm like, so you're telling me that they never hear about God in their life and they go to hell j- by no fault of their own. Actually, right. that is addressed. It's called the virtuous pagan. A pagan who lives a virtuous life <laughs> still has a chance. Okay. Because mm-hmm. she said she was like, I'm not sure on that. Well, it depends on who you ask. Of course, Catholics <laughs> Ma, believe see, that virtuous pagans go to purgatory, I believe. <laughs> yes, they love purgatory. <laughs> well, Catholics love purgatory. I have a very, purgatory. very religious yes. friend who I don't really see anymore, but um, she, I asked her that question, and she said, Screw for him. those who have been given much, much will be expected. To those who have been given yeah. little, little mm-hmm. will be yeah, expected. Yeah, that's about that right. Sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So, that makes sense. So that, yeah. But then if you think about it, okay, People who've never heard of Jesus get a shot as long as they're good people. 
But if you then go to this good person, teach them about Jesus, and they still choose not to be Christian, now they have no shot. Yeah. So you telling them about Jesus actually made their chances Mixed worse. Yeah. Really? So you need, no. their, you need yeah. their resume before you really talk stupid. to them. It's kind of, it's <laughs> an Doesn't interesting, I seem to be a good guy? Then we'll just leave them It's on. an interesting <laughs> paradox where it's like if no one told anyone, then all virtuous people would go to heaven. But if everyone knew, then only Christians would go to heaven. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, There's blowing. this. You're making me, my head spin. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There's this hilarious account on Instagram. She's like a former Miss New York, I think. And she pretends to be like the admin of heaven. <laughs> and she, admin? Put, she puts That's a... Good. She puts a... Like a Discord like a, moderator? Um disposable razor she has her hair in a towel and then puts a disposable razor and that's like her phone Mm -hmm. and she like has these big nails and she's always like typing on the computer and stuff and like she puts this accent on and it's so funny i need to find out what her name is because you should look her up it's hilarious it's like it's like noodles the poodle you love noodles the poodle whatever that is why do you think it is whether it's religion or life or whatever that people always lean toward the worst idea. I don't know that they necessarily do. No, they kind of. I asked the question this morning. I asked question because finally, after 12 years of being tortured for saying this 12 years ago, that uh, a lot of people like the Brookings <clears throat> Institute and all the rest of them say now that we need to assimilate to get through what we're going through right now. Well, yeah, We need to come together, which I said 12 years ago. It was called a racist for saying that, right? Mm-hmm. I asked the question this morning, and I'm very serious about this. Why, when, when all the Europeans came to America, didn't they assimilate to the native culture? Because they didn't speak the language most, so most learn, of the time. That's what I'm saying. Learn how to speak their language. Well, the natives were mostly wiped out by then. That's what I'm saying. People think that the natives were wiped out by war, but they weren't. Nope. They were wiped nope. out by disease. Right. By the time the right. Mayflower and everyone got over here, I'm pretty sure like 90% of the natives were already dead. So they no, just no, they landed, and there yeah. was no one and there. It's still being taught that they did that intentionally. Of course, yeah. The and smallpox blankets thing true. never happened. Mm-mm. Completely made up. Why do they do things like that? That's exactly what I'm saying here. Instead of just trying to work together, we had to lie about what really happened to mm-hmm. them. Why? Do we do well, Discord Native, makes people easy to control. Did Native Americans have point. any endemic <clears throat> diseases that we didn't have? And why didn't they have diseases? I mean, yeah, it seems like, good you always, seems yeah, like you people always, hear always about... have some sort of disease that when they go someplace else, mm-hmm. they 
you know. Well, even even today, you go some places in South America, drink the water, and you're going to be miserable for a month. Yeah. Mexico, even. Why didn't this happen? Well, maybe it did happen to the, you know, Europeans or whatever. But I do wonder. I think it's because Native Americans were less connected. So, you know, one tribe gets some brand new disease. They're all just going to die, and no one else will be affected. Whereas in Europe, things like the Black Death... Because everyone lived in cities and traded with one another and that sort of thing. Everyone was always in contact well, all the time. Well, cities were filthy back yep. then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it was cleaner to live in a tribal setting than a city back then, back before hand washing and indoor plumbing. Because mm-hmm. things like the Black Death, that's... But then again, smallpox wiped out the natives. So <clears throat> yeah. I guess a sufficiently virulent disease could still do it. But yeah. I just find the whole thing, instead of trying to get along with people, like, let's kill them off and we'll just take all the land. It's like, why? I've never understood that thinking, because why you need it all. The, that's how humanity started out, just clubbing, all, each, clubbing each other over the head right. and taking their stuff. That's how all animals are. Because Down there's limited ants. resources ants and people yeah, want it. Ants do that. Ants right. do it. Wolves do it. Yeah. Why Every do animal it? does why? it. Why? Limited resources. Yeah, if you want to survive, you need more resources. That's sad. So yeah. I get a sandwich because you're dead. That's Pretty not much. fair. Well, if you're starving, yeah, you might do it. If you're starving, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of people also, I think humans are the only ones that will seize territory just for the sake of growth. Right. Whereas they've actually tracked like wolf packs. They put GPS trackers on them and just let them loose in their territory. And they've actually found that they stick to their ter- territory. They almost never go into any other wolf's territory. Really? They're like, this is our territory. This is where we live. Yeah. Whereas humans don't really do that so much. Well, as long as there's enough food and water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why run exactly. 100 miles when you can run 20? Or it's <laughs> why risk war and death when you're doing fine. Right. Right. Like, I don't go to the grocery store when I already have food at home. Mm-hmm. I go after when I need something. So it's like kind of the right. same concept with the animals. Yeah, I mean, there were except people like Beagles. Genghis Khan, except for Beagles. who yeah, except for Beagles. just wanted, he just wanted to well, do yeah, that. Exactly. He had no reason no. to do it. No, And that, yeah, that's more And even of a, Rome. Rome really didn't have any reason to go and conquer everybody. They believed the earth was rightfully theirs. There right. we go. How do you get to believe that? That's <laughs> what I'd like to go. ask now. Well, for a long, wow. long time, <laughs> rulers were elevated to the status of gods. I oh, mean, ther- no. pharaohs were literally considered to be... They elevated themselves to the status right. of gods. No, the people did it too. Yeah, but if you don't believe that I'm God, I'll kill you. And that's well, exactly that, what right. they did. Yeah, that's yeah. how I, you become a god. If I don't believe I'm God, then afraid. nobody else is going to believe exactly. exactly. you got to exactly. start with me. But yeah, the pharaohs were worshipped as gods. They were considered to be the avatars of gods. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the emperor of Rome wasn't a deity, but he was close. And it's like, you know, if you've been raised since basically birth, and someone's like, you are the avatar of Ra, the sun god, you're going to grow up with a pretty high opinion of yourself, right. and you're probably going to think, so why do these barbarians over here get this land when I could just kill them and take it? Yeah, and and now it belongs to Ra, the sun god. Wouldn't that be better? Oh, God. Wouldn't that be better for everyone? Yeah, exactly. Especially me. I'm a sun god. Of course I know what's <laughs> the right thing to do. These are just barbarians. They don't know anything. Right. That's Which is just... ironically what ended up destroying Rome. They reached too far, and barbarians just ended up basically looting the whole place because they couldn't be um, controlled. 
Is it true that King Tut became king at seven years old? Uh, yeah, I think from mm-hmm. seven to like nineteen years old. <laughs> That's wild. Could you like could you imagine that today? Like some seven year olds like the president of the United States. Imagine what a horrible, horrible brat that would be. Well, it's not even the president uh. because he was a pharaoh. Yeah, he was a which pharaoh. means yeah. he was one of those. He was a person who thought he was a reincarnation of a god. Yep. Ambitious seven, seven years old. That would be one awful uh. seven year old. I cannot yeah. even imagine. Well, Caligula was what twenty four. I don't think a lot of people were very old back then. No, no you're yeah, probably right. Probably when like that. the life expectancy was like forty years. Well, you were so. pretty much yeah. a grown up and on your own by fourteen. Back then, back yes. in those days, yeah, that's yeah. True. yes. But being king at seven, or yeah, King Tut, seven years old. There you're the king now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as soon as your kids hit puberty back then, you were like, bye, go right. get married to this person. <laughs> get so out of my house. They're getting us three cows <laughs> I mean, and a goat. You have to go marry that yeah, person. Well, and a lot, I mean, all of them, they all married their siblings and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of like Caligula, Cleopatra married, all of his married her brother. Yep. And two of her other brothers ended up dead mysteriously. Mm. Mm. Gee, how did that ever happen? Speaking of um, not living very long, I learned something interesting the other day that I wouldn't have thought was as bad as it was. Oh, my. (laughs) So the odds of making it to five years old a hundred years ago, what do you think they were? Living five years old? Like a percentage? I'm going 66. You're going 55? I'm going 50-50. I'm going 60-40. Uh, Dad's pretty close, yeah. Okay. So, um... Well, it, to the good or 40, to the bad? No, 50-ish percent. It's like 45% of people never made it to five just 100 years ago. God. Jeez. That so, is unbelievable. Well, I said 50, 50, never so made it to five. Close. Never made it to five, and making it to 18 past that, it's like another 10, 20% in... Yeah, and that was just, I mean, a hundred, yeah. just a few generations well, ago. Yeah. If you think we of like didn't a third have penicillin. Right. No, this, was, this is in well, the United States. Oh, it was yeah. just in the United oh. States. And oh. this yeah. is, it's like, if oh. you ever, there are graphs that show like when um, hand washing became mm-hmm. a thing mm-hmm. and like restrooms and sewers. Indoor plumbing is one of the biggest reasons humanity is yeah. alive to, to this day. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like unbelievable how much less disease there was well, so when think about it, indoor plumbing started. If you think about it, how bad it was 100 years ago compared to even 1,000 years ago, it must have been 10 times worse. Because 100 years ago, I believe we had penicillin. I think it was brand new, but I think we had it. But, but there's only so much you can do. Only so much you can do. That's true. Yep. All right, I got to get this out of my head, but I got to say it because it'll leave my stay in my head all day if I don't say this. Oh dear. So King Tut, King at seven. If I were King at seven years old, I'd have to take a break every day to watch Captain Kangaroo. I never missed it. <laughs> well, I'm sure King Tut had like the <laughs> court the jesters or whatever doing walk. stuff like yeah. that. The king, right. the king has to go watch yeah. Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> right. They've started like the State of the Union. It's King Kangaroo. We're all watching. <laughs> I don't think there was time for childish things while you were running a nation. Well, I, I mean, as you're, when you're seven, you're probably not really actually doing No. His, yeah, uh, you have to wonder. It's like how many uh, decrees that he actually... His or whatever, his yes. advisors were <laughs> running They everything. had all of the... He had a bunch of people running around. Up. Yeah, he just well, yeah, that's been a thing be forever, like, figureheads of state. Yeah. Mm. I, I think mean, we have one now. 
<laughs> I think a I lot think of countries. The United States has a figurehead. Well, I mean, uh, the president has been a figurehead for ages. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, Joe Biden true. is basically. Well, did you see the Washington Post went after him and said he's got to go? He is just so frail. The Washington Post, there's no more liberal paper in America. He doesn't even know where he is. Dan is so into this. He's like the elections. Just I'm like we have over we have a year still. Not. Like we've over a year. Hey, okay, I'm already starting. You need to relax. But in yeah. his defense, like, you gotta it, chill. it is going to be great I, television theater uh, to watch. Uh, that's exactly. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly that's what true. he said. He's like, this is theater, but Alex. Right. He's like, this is just like performance at its peak. And yeah. I'm like, what? A, okay. Right, we've got one that may or may you... not be a felon by the time yeah. the election comes around. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Get your popcorn ready. Yes, I, I know. know. He is very amused by the whole thing. I'm like, you're watching a lot of like political pr- propaganda lately. And he's like, no, it's just so fascinating and hilarious. Just everything that's going on. I'm like, there's well, still over here. We really do look like a banana republic at this yeah. point. We no, really do. If you're a fan of real like housewives of wherever, you're going to yeah. love the next season. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yes. American politics at its worst. Yeah. Is yeah. there anybody, because I, I know Trump has a huge lead in the, in the Republican deal. Which, what? I don't know. The I know. hell. But does anybody have, I do not have one person I could think of right now that I would vote for. I don't even Not bother thinking about it until the primaries. Because yeah. I'm like, what's, there's no, what's the point? Yeah, They're you're not, right. These it people change, are going to functionally stop existing yeah. soon. It's so. like it could change 16 times. And the person, every time I voted in the primaries, the person hasn't made it to the final election. So it's like, whatever. It is what it is. Well, there's no point in voting in Minnesota. You know what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Minnesota's going to go the same way no there's, matter there's what. There's just no point. Nope, none. No. It's never going to change here, so... Save your day. What if we father. voted for a seven-year-old? Come on. But you still, but it's not <laughs> just. Twenty-seven. I think you have to be twenty-three, right, to be president. Twenty-four. 24? I think. Oh my yeah. god! I was thought it was like thirty. No, 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 no. To be president. No. I was no. like, it's your like thirty. President is thirty-five. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's it's twenty-four. Maybe it's a senator or something. You don't have to be very old to be twenty-four. Graduate college and nominate yourself. There are certain really high political offices that you don't have to be very. old. I think you're right. It's twenty-four for senator. 24, maybe for Congress? I think. But it's 35 for president. 35 for president? Yeah. Well, that would make sense. I could be president. <gasps> I could I'll start my campaign right now. Uh, you must be a natural born citizen or resident Done. for 14 years Done. and 35 or older. Done. Be I will be 35 Bam. the next election. To be president or the <gasps> or president. 24. Alex Bram Bernard Rasmus. <laughs> I was so sleep deprived yesterday because of the alarm situation. Did you yes, hear about the I, alarm yep. situation? Yes. And the night before, I didn't. I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning for some strange reason. Couldn't get back to sleep. Super. I do have a question what? related to, is the nightstand papers situation <laughs> cleared, cleaned up? Has that been organized? Has it been resolved, the papers on the nightstand? That you, during the alarm situation, I guess, yelled at Dad and said, get those oh, papers sorted. If you saw oh, I've seen his hot freaking mess I've down seen there, him. it I've looks seen like, <clears throat> I don't even know. It looks a like a homeless mill. person lives in his room. <laughs> Why would homeless people have so many papers? Because they are hoarders? I don't know. Don't have, homeless people don't have okay, papers. Okay, he looks like a hoarder. Got a, paper hoarder. Yeah, it's hoarder. about three feet high and about eight feet long. It's, it's ridiculous. Not that much. You have a lot of, you have a lot of papers ridiculous. happening. It's ridiculous. And not yes. one of them, I have not paid one of the bills. No, that's not true. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God, what is all that shit? Boy, look at the time. <laughs> 11.28. It's time to wrap up the show. I take a picture put it on Instagram. Oh, We'd no, love to stay in it. schmooze, but it's time to go. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.